Hello, this is Ruth with the Animal Law Discovery Podcast, brought to you by Ruth's Dogs right here in Texas, in one of the finest counties around. And today is a wonderful day, evening, if you're listening in the evening, and I want to share so much with you on this podcast. So welcome, this is Ruth with a few resources about animal law. To me, the discovery is important because animal law is not the most simple reading there is. It is a very complicated reading. It's it's laws that have, some of them are old, some of them are new, and I know how important it was to protect my animals when I didn't know animal law and I called upon animal law experts and animal law friends and I really realized that um, it's it's a it's an it's an uncharted territory and law is um, enforced by people and those people the officers they have their own interpretation of how to handle things. Lawyers, in my opinion, have their own special way of handling things. So I think it's important as a everyday citizen like me, like others who might listen to this podcast, who love animals, to please understand law a little bit better. And what I've discovered is just focusing on that part of law, the animal law part, it's it's very reasonable to to um um to to gather knowledge by reading and Googling information, going to webinar workshops and webinars. Those are, these are things that I've found to be quite available and at typically no cost to me, which is a very, very good way to, to get into understanding the concepts of animal law in Texas and how others view these concepts. So I want to encourage everyone who's listening to please Google animal law webinars, animal law information. I have found quite a few, maybe half a dozen workshops. They were they were online and free. Maybe not half a dozen. I, I'm, I'm recalling maybe two or three where I went on online. One was by a veterinarian, and there's webinars n- now at thln.org. Um, Crime Stoppers had a free workshop that I attended in person, live and in person. It was amazing. That that was a wonderful workshop. So I just want to um, encourage everyone that's listening to please love your animals and being smart about it. I think now in the 21st century, it means we need to be as as animal parents, as pet parents, we need to be informed about animal law. Um, I have, I've, I've recently been informed that the Harris County Animal Cruelty Task Force exists. And again, it's one of those organizations that has had several compassionate, intelligent, dedicated people who want to see things get better for, for dogs and cats, animals in Harris County. And I, I'd like to tell you about that. Harris County Animal Cruelty Task Force um, you can reach them by calling 832-927-PAWS 
And their website, the first thing that they they talk about is what is animal cruelty. I, I'm just going to read from the website. Uh, with all due respect, this is their information. I don't have any rights to this information, but I do want to share it. It's public, and I would love to share it with you. Animal cruelty, either deliberate abuse or simply the failure to take care of an animal. In Texas, two types of laws protect animals from cruelty, civil laws and criminal laws. The laws are similar, but differ in the penalties they impose. In a civil case, if a judge rules that a person or people have been cruel to the animals, the judge may take away their animals and order them to pay restitution. If prosecuted in a criminal case, a person may face penalties including fines, jail, or both. Those under the age of 18 are also required to undergo counseling if convicted of animal cruelty. Texas criminal laws only apply to domesticated animals such as house pets and livestock defined as domesticated living creatures or any wild living creature previously captured and subject to a person's care and control. The scope of civil laws are broader and do not differentiate between domestic and wild animals. However, civil statutes adopt a much narrower definition of what constitutes cruelty. Therefore, people could engage in actions that are not prosecutable under Texas criminal laws, but they would be held liable for their actions under civil laws. This was something that I learned, the difference between civil and criminal procedures in the court. And um, it's very important to know the difference, especially if someone is accusing you of these things, Um, especially because from my experience, walking into a formal court of law, Everybody in there should be informed, in in my two cents. Everyone in there should know what the hell is going to happen, why it's going to happen. If there was a crime that someone is being accused of, it should, whoever's doing the accusing should be able to say what they know and when they knew it. Then things can proceed to roll according to how these laws are intended in the Texas under Texas laws. Um, here's a section of the law, the same law that we should all become familiar with as as animal advocates, animal lovers. It's cruelty to livestock animals. Um, it's section 4209. Again, once you start focusing on this particular aspect of t- Texas law, it's these section numbers are not going to be that difficult to recall later. And it's going to make you a more empowered pet parent. So let me just read this a little bit. And uh, then we'll go on to our next segment. Section 4209, cruelty to livestock animals. And 42.092, cruelty of non-livestock animals. These are all laws that are under the Texas Penal Code. The Texas Penal Code is is a set of codes you can find at the Secretary of State. These penal codes prohibit a person from intentionally, knowingly, or recklessly, cruelly treating an animal. 
this section of the Harris County Tax Task Force goes on to talk about the, the punishment that is defined as cruelty to an animal. Uh, I, I don't want to go over that at this moment because it, it's, it's sad. Um, so I do want to encourage, again, please read up animal parents on what is animal cruelty. Um, the Crime Stoppers of Houston, they also had a workshop, and that was five years ago, um, on what animal cruelty looks like. That workshop provided a live and in-person cruelty investigator from the task force, Harris County Animal Cruelty Task Force. Um, I don't recall his name, but he actually showed pictures. He actually gave a very poignant, sad, but yet very clear picture of how he stepped into the crime scene, treated it as a crime scene, um, documented it as a crime scene, and then was able to use the information he gathered to construe it into possible evidence, which led into analyzing the information, which led into whether or not cruelty was in the picture. I think what I'm, I'm learning too, is we see an animal being treated the way we don't want to see it treated and we call cruelty on it. This was my experience anyway. Cruelty is, is called out. And instead of someone actually gathering evidence, analyzing the evidence, thinking of uh, educated guesses on what could possibly be happening or causing the situation, can it be changed, how do we fix this of course that's an ideal you can't always do that with animals who are in bad situations um but this this analytical process which was exposed to me at this workshop by crime stopper stoppers um makes a lot of sense and i think all animal parents need to keep these steps in mind when you see animal cruelty or someone's accusing you of it to because we don't want to get so emotional that we jump to conclusions so thank you for listening and again let me give you this um harris county animal task force website is available to the public it's at um https 927 pause dot org and you can call them at 8283 Yes, this is Ruth, and I'm on the one and only podcast, Animal Law Discovery with Ruth's Dogs, and I have a very, very special guest who just turned 21 yesterday, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining the podcast, and I know you're an animal lover, and so is your boyfriend, and so is your mom, so just tell us a little bit more about what you think if if someone does harm an animal. Go ahead. I can I talk? Yes, you can talk now. Thank you. And I believe that people should take better steps of taking care of their animals. And I believe if a dog hurt an animal, they should go to prison for it. Because animal abuse is not good. Because animals are just like kids. They hurt, they cry, they 
thank you so much that is so wise and so beautifully stated that animals matter to so many people out in texas in houston and katie and berkshire so thank you elizabeth for helping to remind everyone that animals do matter 